Welcome to season two of Just in the Know. I am back. It is so nice to be back. I have a extra special guest that's here today, Ashley Nicole. Hello, Justin. Hello. We're finally, you know, we have been talking about, well, maybe, no. Have I mentioned the podcast? Absolutely. <laughs> I think I instigated you having me on the podcast. Yeah, I have to like, I have to, sometimes I'm a little bit like, I mention things and then I just, my brain goes, <laughs> Like my life is so diverse and interesting, and we have so much going on and creative. But yeah. when we sit down and chat, it's so good. So let's make it happen. So we just actually have to just do it, rather than just sit down and say, you know what, we think we're gonna do it, we're gonna plan to do it, but we don't actually do it. We just have to. And get we it. cemented it. Yeah, get it set in stone. It is so nice to be back. We are here for our second season. The first season just wrapped. You can check that out on all your streaming services now. I'm so excited now because I feel like now I'm finally like, I understood everything (laughs) from before. I didn't really understand everything, but now I feel like I have a good hold on everything now. That's a learning process. A little bit. I mean... It's also experimental of how you want people to feel. Yeah. And how you want people to be navigated towards listening to your words and other people. Yeah. You know, I had a podcast filmed earlier last week um that was supposed to be airing this week but (laughs) in light of some other events that have happened uh within the last few days I felt it would be a better direction to kind of be um airing something that's a little bit more positive with somebody who's very positive mindset thinking or who has a positive mindset Um, And I felt like it would kind of make things a little bit lighter and change the dynamic of the conversation. So I'm glad I'm going to give you the applause. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's just, yeah, the conversation over the last couple of days has been very heavy just for myself personally. And so it's finally nice to just change that dynamic and then maybe in a couple of weeks we'll revisit that we're taking that weighted blanket off and we're filling it with something different lighter absolutely absolutely we don't need that energy in no. life right now no. to get things always just in the right direction we always want to tell people who you are so just one word to describe who ashley nicole is i would say an encompassing factor of who i am and what i do is i am a visual creator i'm an art director I love and it. i like to be a creative entrepreneur i love it you are a you have a, a many talents you are just like your hand is in so many different fields what has inspired you to to go down those avenues I feel like I've been naturally pulled towards certain aspects of the creative industry right now mm-hmm. to keep pushing and keep exploring and keep breaking down boundaries that maybe other people in the creative facet want to learn. Right. So for me, working in a creative direction and creative director standpoint, it brought me to being tangible with things like floral design. Yeah. And then working with people in love with weddings. And then throughout that, there was a huge expression of art and diversity of like working with different cultures and people and mediums where it took me into being this creative director for a multitude of companies that 
kind of brought me into just wanting to work in creative avenues and saying yes to everything. Yeah. And, you know, being selective now is like one thing where I'm like, well, I can't say yes to everything, but everything when I was growing into this threshold is what got you. It gave me the experience there. to yeah. be in this position. And I'm so yeah. grateful for that. See, I can relate to that because I feel like, especially like in the world of like being a creative thinker, um, sometimes, you know, you, when you are starting, you do say yes to a lot of things and then eventually you kind of tap in a little bit more to your direction and like the worth and, and what you really want to bring to the table. So I can resonate with that too, because I feel like we're both in that mindset now Absolutely. where we know, yeah, we know kind of where we want to go and what brings us joy and what is going to give us the best creative inspiration. And I feel like. <laughs> and sometimes the unknowing is so, yeah. so satisfying where you're like, yeah. I didn't realize I was going to meet someone at this venture and this avenue. And then, you know, you meet someone, you're like, oh, I didn't realize I needed to work in film or this fulfilled me in this way right. or whatever. So it's kind of fun to like play around with the creative dynamics because you yeah. never know like what's going to be like a muted thing that you're like, okay, I've done that. It's cycled. What's and that's going to happen what's next? next? You, yeah. open, you open new paths. Right. And that's the exciting part of it all. I mean, we never know what really is next. You got to be receptive though. <laughs> As I'm learning this week. <laughs> you know, just a little tap on that. Yeah. What are some uh, leaders or influencers that maybe have inspired you to really get into the avenue of basically like the creative aspect that you have like what are some influential people or like leaders that you would consider have really encompassed where you want to be and where you want to go i would say i'm going to start off strong with salvador dali okay (laughs) you're like i'm just going to start off strong (laughs) i'm going to start off where i want to start off and that's where i'm going to (laughs) be There has been so many times in my life as a young child Mm -hmm. to an adolescent to even working in the art field and like really being pushed towards artistic endeavors and seeing his work work to be like, wow, this is so different from landscape and portrait. Like it's so surreal and diverse and like sends really good messaging so and visually inspired you and visually like wow yeah. that's weird why right. why is weird not accepted and i was yeah. a weird person and i was open-minded and creative so that yeah. really that really harnessed a beginning stage of that totally yeah that makes um, sense i'd say a lot of the influence that i have for creative like juxtapositions of life yep. and anything like that is primarily through art and yes. fashion like Vera Wang is someone that I just oh Vera Wang <laughs> Vera Wang really brings textures, everything textures colors yeah. layers patterns patterns yep. just the eccentric nature on yeah. having such a you know minimal person being so extravagant with something right. that's like just in heightened and layered yeah. and beautiful because I see that in a lot of the creative stuff that you've done and like I can see that kind of very portrayed especially that that Vera Wang kind of right. uh Vera Wang-esque I yes. guess that's the best yeah. the best way to put it but when you say the artistic component comes into it I think that's what makes it really fascinating and I think that definitely comes to play in terms of what you've created mm-hmm. a lot I would say that's inspiring. Absolutely. I love it. I mean, honestly, (laughs) you're going to be the next Vera Wang. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let me tell you. Ashley Nicole. (laughs) Ashley Nicole wedding dresses, veils, accessories. Let's go. It already fits it all. Right? You've already got it. So all you got to go and do is get that trademark. (laughs) Do not trademark that. I will 
capture my, anybody. My Laura will be here. <laughs> there, well, there you go. Ding, ding, ding. With that being said, and Vera Wayne being somebody who you find, in part, uh, very inspiring to you, what is a dream kind of project that you would like to bring under your wing or like a dream collaboration that you would like to bring into your creative world? Vogue is a company okay. that I've wanted to work with yeah. forever. Okay. I have loved, I'm sure you're familiar with Andy Warhol. Yep, 100%. So Andy Warhol started by doing visual merchandising for store windows. Yeah. So he started by doing that and building into being like an artist yep. and portraying these paintings and continuing his career to be the person right. we know and love with all his inspiration. Yep. So I would love to do some sort of campaign or art direction or advertising with Vogue because anything that they cinematically bring into magazines, film, advertising, it, I'm always there like gawking over the fact that it's so beautiful and so meaningful and leaves me with like an invoked emotion that I didn't realize I had. A little bit of awe. Yeah. That comes from it. Yeah. Exactly. So working with Vogue would be my goal. Okay. In the next, I'd say, like, couple of years, so I'm trying to... you can throw that on the, the, the timeline. Yeah. yeah. The goal, the vision board. <laughs> because, you know, that's where that's where all those dreams can come true. Absolutely. I don't discredit anyone for dreams, and I think the best push you can do on your own interpersonal yeah. self and your external world right. is to push bigger. Yeah, and I feel like, especially when you have things holding you back, or people holding you back, you have to be able to push bigger. If not, then you're just going to continue to fall back. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a, it's a scary thing when you're out there, and yep. you're expressing, you're being vulnerable, yep. and you have these big dreams, because not everyone wants to support you in those big dreams. But 100%. that's when you know you're on the right path. Yep. I tell you, I tell you. Well, that's a, that's some good advice that you have given me too. And I, you know, I didn't actually really think about that. And which like your content, for example, too, it really speaks to like the spiritual side of like how we should really step into our own self-care, which we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about later too. But I, I can agree with that as well too. We have to kind of open our eyes sometimes and, and explore bigger avenues in terms of uh, where we really want to go. Of course. <laughs> and don't let things hold us back. Oh, people. <laughs> and not just, our, just not our normal perspective on the two eyes that we think we see through. Yep. Like your third eye, your heart. Like there's yep. so many avenues that you have to open up to that you can yeah. visually retain. 100%. Do you think the Calgary community has really grown in that aspect of creating those opportunities? Absolutely. I think okay. there's definitely room for improvement on diversity and culture and like bringing those okay. things from around the world. Yeah. Um, do you I, think it's inclusive? Like, do you think there's a lot of opportunities for people who are either just coming here from a different city or are just trying to build themselves up in a different city? Do you think it's inclusive in that sense? I do. Yeah. yeah. I think there, I think there needs to be more creative industry events. I think there yeah. needs to be more encompassing, of you're new, come, here's your family, well, here's yeah. a community. It shouldn't yeah. just be like, oh, I don't know that person. I don't know these events that are happening. There should be a one-stop shop sort of hub for people to feel really yeah. included in that because you never know who you're going to meet. Well, you 100%. Never know. And it's always just like preconceived judgments, I feel, sometimes from people who don't know you but may not be a fan of your work or may just be intimidated to approach you because they love your work. They just don't know how to engage. And I've noticed that a lot in Calgary sometimes. I feel like 
Calgary has a really great creative community. Unfortunately, what holds us back is that we, everybody wants to get ahead. And I've said this in other podcasts before. I feel like people, we have the opportunity to be successful and to collectively be successful. But where we're lacking is in the inclusivity. Yes. Which sucks. <laughs> it does suck. And it's there's so much room for improvement and growth in that. Mm-hmm. Whether you, you differ in you know language barriers or cultural barriers yep. or non-binary or however you want to spin your life. Yeah. There is room for all those people. 100%. So there should be a place that's safe. And also bringing more people together in that way. Yeah. Because you never know what inspiration comes from each background what someone's experienced, where they're yeah. coming from, what they're bringing to the table, and how big the community can get here. Yeah. Because the film industry is kicking off. Yeah. There are influential, huge people here, but sometimes mm-hmm. there's a social barrier in social 100%. media that can present and permit people from not getting in there. Yeah. And I've been to things, unfortunately, and I like hate to put it out like that, but I've been to things where there are talented people that should be in the room. And... I would say in Calgary and in other cities too, I just feel like they are not present. And I feel like that's not due to their exposure. I feel like that's due to their recognition and the inclusivity that they deserve. And I feel like that is something that really needs to be worked on and addressed. Um, I feel like, you know, we really, it is something that we really need to take a hold of. Yeah. And I agree with you in that sense where, you know... This, this is our job. This is our role. Yeah, this yeah. is our job to sit down and create those spaces for people. And you've done a lot of that. And, like, the work that you've created with a lot of the events that you've had and, like, the events that you've managed as well, too. So that's something that you're already the driving. <laughs> you're already the driving leader 2024, of. 2024, let's go. Do you think that a lot of artists and... Well, I guess in speaking of that, in creative directors, stylists... Um, people who really kind of work behind the scenes for things, do you think they're given enough credit for the work they do? I don't think so. And I will say there has been some magazine publications and even social media posts or just like basic recognition of these mm-hmm. people that are so excited to be a part of these projects where it's something that's, you know, kiboshed where there's not a proper tag list or there's not proper promotion of these people. Yep. And you never know, like... F- I've been published in magazines and I think it's a great feeling, but when it's someone who's never been published in a magazine, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah. And you're like, wow, I broke a barrier. I pushed a boundary. I'm putting myself out there and that should be celebrated. So I think there needs to be a little bit more recognition and there shouldn't be like, I've paid a subscription to this magazine. So I'm the company that wins. Well, yeah, and I don't even really understand that. Like, I feel like people are so... Like, the fact that you... And I get it. Like, you you have to sometimes pay to get into these magazines and stuff like that. But I feel like some people... Again, this is what I tap back to. Like, their creative talent goes beyond that. They just need that recognition. And it's just frustrating sometimes, I guess, to see it not be recognized. And so I guess that kind of encompasses back with my question in terms of, like if they really do get enough credit that they deserve, because I've seen it in so many, like, photos, especially when people just post a photo on Instagram, I mean, it'll just be, like, the artist, the agency, and then it'll just be, like, way down in the bottom. And, like, what else is there? There's yeah. so much to a photo. A yeah. thousand, like, a thousand words So much more stuff to it, and I don't understand how we land in that place where... It's just kind of like, yeah, this is the person in the photo. This is the person who took the photo. And this is the people that rep for the photo. 
And then in the very bottom, it's just like, hey, this was the artist, the assistant. Sometimes stylist. it's unintentional. Sometimes it's you unintentional so? and innocent. Sometimes, <laughs> I will say, just out of trying to put a neutral tone on this, mm-hmm. but I do feel like anytime as a director in my position that I've acknowledged this to the brands or yeah. the companies that haven't done this, they've been super apologetic, they've fixed the situation. Or they've been like, oh, we'll fix it, and then they don't. So there's kind of like, I'd say 50-50. So it's, it's hard for me to say that it's one opinion or the other. But right. I would like it to be something, even just talking about it now, yep. for people to just be aware of. Like, people work hard, you know, second jobs, third jobs. Yeah. They have families. They're doing all these other activities. But this is something they're passionate about. When yeah. you're passionate about something, your whole heart is in it. So when your whole heart is out there and you're not getting the recognition for it, that hurts deeply. That sounds familiar to my life this week. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, you know, it's very retrospective in the way. But 100%, I agree. Yeah, people... When people have a passion for something they're doing it, they should 100% get all the recognition yes. that they're putting into it. Yeah. And I feel like... You that, get a gold star. Yeah. And that yeah. starts with inclusivity and having more than just the common names in a room. Let's bring other people that we may not know and make the room cool. And if we have those common names, do something with your yeah. name. Show me something different. Bring other people in the room. Give them opportunities. Yeah. Be leaders. Yeah. And I think that comes from like a huge position and where I'm at right now in my life. Yeah. And like having mentorship clients with my styling and other people around the world that I work with. Right. It's how are you a leader and what message are you sending? Yeah. Because I've had the privilege of having incredible mentors in Calgary and throughout the world that yeah. have really given me a direction and who I want to be as a person. I'm not perfect, but I've learned and struggled and, you know, stepped back and gone into light and dark of my internal world as well as mm-hmm. external. And I've kind of figured myself out in that way, but I always want people to feel safe and loved. That's 100% fair. And I think that is very, very important. And that speaks to who you are too. So that's important. <laughs> <laughs> Shifting gears a little bit too, and speaking a little bit on that personal side, How do you recharge after something potentially hasn't gone right in terms of where you wanted it to go? Oh my goodness. And this can be in professional and in personal life. Okay, let's start professional first. Okay. Because I have had a recent event that took a lot of my energy out because I had a mishap with my condo building where I had no elevators available. I had some personal things going on with my family where Mm -hmm. I felt very depleted and Mm -hmm. I had to be very on and I had to be energetically attuned and astute with all these things and people and social dynamics and making sure all these calculated time management decisions were done Yeah. where when that was finally at rest and at peace and everything was good, I came home and I just sat in silence and silence was so good for me to like process the things that had happened, the conversations. I always come home and I sage my place. I talk really good and positive in my home. I feel like it's very good to bring good words and good opportunities into your home. And whoever you're bringing in. Well, there you go. (laughs) It should be like you're coming to my home, my sanctuary, my space. So to uh, recharge, I usually do some form of activity, whether it be um, going for a run. Okay going to meditate, going to yoga, drinking a ton of tea, making sure like my hormones and my energy levels are balanced as well as detoxing a little bit. And also having like those conversations with myself and seeing what comes up either in the morning or evening and journaling it out so I can see what's like really prominent. If there's like repetitive messaging that keeps coming up 
or if it's something I'm like, oh, I really haven't like thought through that. Why am I not thinking through that? Just having those conversations with myself and seeing what I could do either A, better, or B, in a more constructive way to make something grander of what I've done. Because I always like to push bigger. Yeah. So kind of giving yourself a little bit of like self-love. Exactly. Yeah. Basically, and to encompass everything, kind of making sure that you put yourself first, regardless in any aspect of how you feel. And oh, at the end sure. of the day, to recharge yourself yeah. professionally. That's so. That's a little bit of professional and personal. I'd say it was a good balance. A balance of yeah. both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you post a lot of inspirational content around self care and in the importance of knowing what is meant for you. Truly, will find you. Do you think people often neglect their own self worth in exchange for advancing in the world? Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people want to be something that they're not. Mm-hmm. And when you, when you actually fit and sit in that authentic self, you might not be accepted all the time. And that's a very scary thing is to sit alone. Yeah. When you sit alone and you're being bold into a power and bravery of something that's like diminishing and demolishing all things in your life, but also gives that younger self of you an applaud and a high five. There is nothing more fruitful in this life than giving that purpose in life. Yeah, and I think, too, like, the best advice that I've gotten in that category, too, is to, like, remember to always step into your power. I mean, everybody else has their own lane, and they can always try to intersect into your lane. But if you're stepping into your power, you are in control of that, and that is what you bring to the room, and nobody can change that. And so I think that's something, especially going into, like, this next kind of, like, segment in my life right now. I think that's something that I definitely have to bring back. Because, you know, when you're constantly backtracking yourself (laughs) and doubting yourself and you feel when you step into a room and there's, like, a lack of confidence, you know, you feel like you've lost that. So really just, I guess giving yourself a little bit more self-love and then understanding how you can stand in your power. But I do agree with you. I mean, some people step in their powers or step in areas where, you know, they may not be remotely close (laughs) to what they think they are. (laughs) But at least they're being adventurous. I think that's a good thing to experiment. That is a light way to put it. (laughs) They're being adventurous. You know, I'm adventurous. I don't know. Who knows if it could work out? <laughs> they, you know, they don't give a shit. They're just going to let it roll out and they're going to let the rest happen. And who knows what will happen from there on. You might trip and stumble, but when you're down on the ground, you might see something you might have missed looking up. Oh, that's good advice. That's a good way to look at it. <laughs> see, you're giving inspiration and I'm asking the question. <laughs> We're looking at what's next for you in the next five years. What do you want it to be like? Like... I know people can easily put and say, yeah, like, I want to be, like, I want to be in, like, a superstar lifestyle. But realistically, what's next for you in the the next five years? Five years is a tough one for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I always like to give a certain percentage of this, but Mm -hmm. not give my whole life a mystery away. (laughs) Okay. You're going to give, like, a little tidbit. I'll give a tidbit. Mm-hmm. I would love to be in a higher leadership position, doing yes. more gala events, bringing yeah. more light to creatives, um, having something more 
physical of an event space or a venue that's definitely a goal of mine okay and i want to keep pushing towards my creative photography retreats because it gives me so much fulfillment to meet people learn about new cultures work with people educate them yeah and I, I truly feel such a calling towards that it's a lot of work and it's new and it's hard and it's difficult but a lot of things that are worth it tend to be that tend way. to get there yeah would you say you kind of built yourself on the right path to that so far i would say so yeah. yeah worked with the right people partnered with amazing educated intelligent people that see the same vision i do and yeah. that's a hard thing to find in this day and age yeah i mean it, it definitely is progression over time but if you are able to visually see yourself heading in that path then you are already on that, that right. quantum jump there you go <laughs> i hear this jump <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, in terms of, so we are in a world right now where there's a lot of heaviness going on. And unfortunately, I think this year we've seen a lot of sadness. Yes. And I don't just mean like from what we're seeing on the news, but, and I mean, personally, we can both relate to this too. Just there have been a lot of ups and very up and there have been a lot of downs and then very down and just setbacks. What advice do you have for someone who may be listening and feeling as if they are either in those moments of ups or downs? What kind of neutral advice would you give to them? I would say the best way to put it is just proposition yourself a little bit. I would say when you're in a good up feeling of your life, everything's Mm -hmm. working out. Think about yourself in not such a great situation. How am I setting myself up for that? Like, for instance, if I know I'm working 10 to 20 to 30 to 40 hours in a day or week, whatever, Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I need echinacea tea, I need a clean space, I need my mind to be cleared, my bills to be paid, so none of that cluster fuck is going on in my life. Like, there's no chaotic chaos. And then to be really present and, like, setting yourself up for success with giving your body and mind and soul those feeding attributes. Don't feed too many people at that time, feed yourself. You can be giving a good balance, but make sure you're feeding yourself. Whether it be like, you know, physically having like smoothies or something that's like enriching of your brain and antioxidants, but also making sure you're not giving too much of your energy out to other people. Cause you're gonna need that for going through the hard times as well. Right, and I feel like a lot of us have spent a portion of the year just giving out a lot to people. And I feel like, again, that that aspect of self-love and self-respect is so important to make sure that we are giving that back to ourselves. So I think that's a really good point to tap on. It's reflective time, yeah. too. When things are bad, we reflect. When yes. things are good, we reflect. Yeah. When we're in a balance of like, oh, God, where is this direction going to go? Yeah. You also have to think about what consequences do I have to my actions? Yep. What am I setting myself up for? What am I projecting into my next day, week, month, whatever, by this exact action that I'm doing every single day? That's good advice. And I think where do you want your chapter currently to go to? Totally. And sometimes yeah. you can't always adhere to whatever lesson or what the universe has in store or just like, you know, stupid elevators not working for, <laughs> for, for a couple weeks. Yeah. But you have to just keep going. Yeah. And I think my best advice and like one thing my mom always tells me, I have written on my wrist that's in her handwriting is this too shall pass. And it's yeah. always something that I like really like resonate and sit in like a level of peace with myself is this too shall pass everything is temporary 
but it's good to be present with those emotions and whatever you're sitting in, be really present with those emotions. Don't keep everything in and make sure you're having a healthy outlook for those emotions too. I'm taking that to go with me. That is the advice that I... Sip it in the morning. That is 100% the advice I needed right now. Well... This was fun. This was so fun. I always end my end my in my interviews saying that. You know, like, well, <laughs> this is fun. You know, this was this was hot. <laughs> <laughs> this was hot. This is amazing. <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much. We'll have you on again. I really, really want to just like throw so many different people on and just be like, I want to hear so many different perspectives on so many different I love topics. it. I think that's the best way to go about Yeah, this. I think I'm going to do that later yeah. this season. Like a, like an all-stars. As long as we can have some like hot toddies going on the next season. Oh! We're in Christmas season now. Yeah. Oh yeah, that would be a great idea. Yeah, yeah we'll get the Christmas, the Christmas vibes Jingle going. bells. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get that going. Thank you so much. This has been the amazing premiere of season two of Just in the Know. We will be back next Friday. Next Friday. I keep... See, I don't even... I forget my days, my months, my weeks right now. But we'll be back next Friday uh, for the second episode of season two. This episode you can find on all your streaming services. And you can also even find it on YouTube Shorts. Ashley, thank you. Justin, thank you. We did it. We'll see you soon, everyone. Bye. Bye.